Hi, and welcome to Great Data Minds. Today, we're really excited to have our guest, Matt Stava. Matt is CEO of Spinnaker Support here in Denver, Colorado. And today, we're going to talk about freeing up funding so you can innovate with data. And um, so thanks for coming today and getting on the call with me, Matt. Yeah, thanks, Julie. Appreciate you uh, having me on. I appreciate it very much. Listen, it. It, we've been doing stuff together a long time. We're not going to tell the audience how Doug I'm long, but... <laughs> Well, we started doing supply chain analytics. And oh, stuff. way back, way back. And then you morphed into doing the sun. 20 years or so, that's right. Yeah, and into Spinnaker, which is now a global organization. So tell us, tell the audience a little bit about you and your organization. Yeah, so I started Spinnaker Support. Uh, it's uh, 12 years old for us right now, and uh, I'm president CEO of it. We uh, uh, grow in about 20 to 30% per year, just year on year. Uh, Next year is looking more like 40 to 60% based upon nice. what's going on. A little bit of COVID-related uh, impacts has helped us. Uh, uh, like you alluded to, we do save companies a lot of money and, and provide a great value for them. And so when they're out there uh, looking to burn furniture and heat their buildings, we're a good solution for them. Good, good. Or innovate, right? Innovate. Well, yeah, I mean, they can use a lot of the savings to do the innovation that they need to be doing and not spending it on sort of the mundane routine maintenance of their Oracle and SAP software pack. So yep. we're able to really free up a lot of funding for them. Yeah, I mean, if, tell, go into that a little bit more, Matt. Tell the audience, you know, how does that work? How do you, how do you start the conversations? How, I know that you just worked with one of our clients and saved them, God, an amazing amount of money. But maybe great. you could, yeah, yeah it was a great savings. That was a Oracle spend. Yeah, we saved them right at 60, 61%. So that's a huge amount. For a lot of companies, yeah. it doesn't matter what size of business you are. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, a lot of reach out to us. They find us based upon looking at third-party maintenance for the Oracle and SAP packages. It is certainly something that is uh, uh, promoted by Gartner, promoted by many analysts out there following these markets in terms, in terms of being a, a tool that CIOs need to have in their in their belt in order to uh, to really make the savings and perform for their business uh, owners inside their, their operation. So they, they reach out to us. We... Talk to them. A lot of their questions surround, uh, you know, license sets and will I get audited? There's security, there's compliance, there's tax and regulatory. And so we as an organization have built different groups that manage all of those types of aspects for our customers. Globally. That's so they great. come from the savings. They're interested in savings. That's all obviously, uh, you know, something a lot of companies, especially these days, want. But they stay for the value. I mean, they're getting so much more out of this relationship than they ever got out of Oracle or SAP from, from a from a support perspective. And, and a lot of folks moving to the cloud Im impact you, right? They come to you when they sure. start to lift and shift some of their stuff over to AWS or Google. That's right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we can do the full support. As long as it's a, a license that you own, uh, we can do the support, whether you host it, whether you have it internally or whether it's sitting on AWS. We also help companies lift and shift those packages over to do that, uh, oh. to, to, uh, you know, to hit the cloud, to get some of that package operation into the cloud. Yeah, I know you have a great team. Um, just for clarification, Oracle, SAP, Salesforce yeah. is where you help organizations. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the, the, on the third-party maintenance, it's really SAP and Oracle, and it's all products within those. So we have wide-body operations here in terms of a team. Uh, we're a global team, as you alluded to earlier, so we've got 24 by 7 coverage, 365 on all these different package areas inside those two areas. On the salesforce.com, it's something we just started earlier this year, actually, right before COVID hit happened. Uh, but we're taking over managed services of salesforce.com. So 
A lot of companies have spent a lot of time implementing this thing, haven't really figured out what that support model is uh, internally for their organization. So that's something that uh, we've jumped into and it's growing very, very fast. We've hired a few people and uh, it's, it's, it's exploding. We're, we're doing more hiring than, uh, than, it's, uh, than it's fun for the recruiters around here. They're, they're very busy. Great, good, good, good. So do, do organizations, are, are they fear that, you know, the vendors aren't going to support them properly because they're not buying their support directly from them? What, how do you get around all of that? There's always an unfair and certainty and doubt, right, that the, that the vendors put into the customer, that you won't get the security, you won't get the patches, you won't get this these upgrades. And I think what companies, big and small, everything from Fortune 100 down to, you know, uh, small manufacturing distribution groups, are looking at this and say, I'm just not getting the value. So, so Spinnaker, if you can help me understand what your security updates are, and as it turns out, ours are faster, better, uh, and more efficient than what the vendor even provides. Um, the vendor provides a security patch that may fix a lot of different things. It starts breaking things internally. So we create more of a bespoke operation or solution for those customers. So once you kind of just answer some of those questions, they realize there's thousands of companies out there running third-party maintenance, third-party support, and that's become uh, you know, much more mainstream in that respect. So it's, it's something that, uh, like I said, large corporations as well as small ones are reaching out to us on. Great, great. You guys even do government work. Don't you work with okay. some government agencies, local? Yeah, we do a lot of government agencies, a lot of state and uh, uh, not as much federal, but state and local. You know, different cities run different oh. application sets. So we'll, we'll work with different, uh, different cities around the nation as well, as well as, um, uh, you know, the UK. We're on all the UK procurement operations over there as well. So we get a lot of the uh, state and local uh, in the UK as well in Europe. Oh, interesting. Good. So um, how's it work if you have an interest? In, what's the process? I know I, I sat through some of it with the yeah. um, recent work that we did together, but yes. maybe you could explain it to the audience. Sure. You know, it's, it's, it, it all revolves around the maintenance intake, the maintenance renewal date um, for that particular set of applications. So if you're running a, a database application or a database you know, structure and your maintenance end date is November 30. You've got to start kind of backing up from there. When do you have to notify Oracle? When do you have to notify SAP, for example? And then what decisions do you need to make up until that point, right? In terms of proposals, in terms of um, security, in terms of compliance, some of those things that we work through. So it's really based upon that maintenance, that maintenance renewal date. Once you cross that, uh, the vendor's going to have you locked in for the next year. And so you've got to uh, you've got to sit there with those uh, with those vendors for the next year. So. I think for companies out there that are even looking or thinking about this, really focus on what that date is and then back up. And it takes, it can be as short as a month. We can roll somebody on pretty quickly as long as, you, as long as you've given your notification to the vendor. For us, it can happen very, very fast. Um, some companies have more procurement operation and procurement uh, process they have to go through, others don't. Uh, it kind of just depends, but uh, it, you know, it can take anywhere from a month to six months. But another important element to this piece is the onboarding. And what we do is we do the archiving. So if you've been paying maintenance for years and you're looking to switch to a third-party maintenance model, you will lose the rights to those patches and, and pieces of software and upgrades and so forth that you've paid for in the past. It's never been a big deal. If you're paying maintenance, you can always log back onto that Oracle or SAP, download that piece of software that you paid for with your maintenance stream and then implement that or install that. Uh, but once you cut the OEM off, you, you do lose that access. So what we do is we go through a pretty significant archiving process to make sure that we get all that data across, uh, all that information and, and uh, 
proprietary software across into a repository that we can access later. Nice. Cover all the bases, huh? We do. Yeah. It's very comprehensive. Been at it a long time. You know exactly how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Once again, you have an amazing team. I've worked with them down there. They're really great. So um, if anyone wants to reach out to you, um, they can feel free to reach out to us at info at great data minds, or you can go to spinnakersupport.com and um, reach out to the info there. Is it info.com at Spinnaker Support? Yeah, it's, uh, oh, it's, it's spinnakersupport.com. You can contact us. Okay, great. Fill out a form where there's a little pop-up that'll pop up as well. And there's a phone number as well. Great. So those is a great way to reach out to us. So thanks for providing these great solutions for our organizations as they sure. start to innovate and lift up to the cloud and everything. And Matt, thanks for your time. Um, once we get out of this COVID, uh, let's go have a glass of wine, okay? Uh, that's great. Love to. Julie. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you.